0: Welcome to Tech Talk, y'all.
1: Hi, welcome to Tech Talk, y'all, episode 153. I'm Adam Walker.
0: And I'm Sanjay Park.
1: Just a reminder to all of our amazing listeners if you would support us on Patreon, maybe a dollar a month would be great. You can get on our Discord channel, but if not, that's fine. Rate the podcast five stars. We would love a rating and a comment. We need a comment to talk about on the show next week. That'd be great. We
0: haven't had a comment in a long time, I feel
1: like. We need a comment. It's been quite some time. Preferably about how you love our podcast because you don't have to actually look at us. That would be fine. So. Uh, if you, if you just consider that they,
0: they can they can find pictures of us online if they want to and then they can just look at those pictures while they listen to the okay, podcast Okay, now
1: you're dialing this into a whole level of creepy that i was trying not to go to like i can just imagine somebody like has our has both of our pictures side by side on their screen just intently listening to the podcast and watching
0: our our
1: still face that's just creepy man
0: don't do that oh oh, you think just on their screen and not like a big life-size cardboard cutout? oh man now you in their now house? you're taking it to the next level like, that's just,
1: yeah. that's, that's nice. Sorry. All right, listen, let, let's, let's just dive in. We got a lot to cover. We got to talk about TikTok. We got to talk about Apple stuff, a bug in Joe Biden's official campaign app, which is crazy. Uh, we got some Microsoft stuff, some Waze stuff, Tesla stuff. We got Weird and Wacky. And of course, we have our tech wrecks at the end. So let's dive in. Speaking of taking things to the next level, Oracle wins bid for TikTok in the US, beating Microsoft because. Every time I think about social media and dancing, I think Oracle.
0: I mean, to me, Larry Ellison, the CEO of Oracle, is the, the pinnacle of social media. Yeah, I mean, that's
1: that's who you want who? leading your social media
0: dancing company. What? So I'm just saying. Yeah, this makes sense Well, the no other thing is, whatsoever. it's not really
1: clear that they're really going to take over. They're going to be like their, quote, technology partner. Like, what does that even mean?
0: Yeah, I, I saw some other article, and it sounds like they're going to be headquartered in the U.S., And these people are all going to be minority shareholders. Uh, And it's more than just Oracle now. I don't really understand what this is. I I think this is like some fancy footwork to get around having to sell the company because of that executive order. I totally agree. Which, by the way, still, I I don't even know if I understand if it's legal. Yeah, Yeah.
1: I don't even know that's legit. This is is like, hey, we need a rubber stamp of approval to make TikTok American. So we're going to slap oracle on there like that's what this feels like to me
0: <laughs> and and 98 of the people are like who's oracle I, really like is, what, isn't that a greek company yeah, what
1: what is uh, it's crazy to me it's just the whole thing is just so crazy and then if you're yeah. oracle why like why why would you right. do this <laughs>
0: why is this your path to becoming cool i I don't like there are there are so many other ways you guys make databases yeah oracle's doing fine
1: that's you don't need dancing man what
0: this is the people
1: that work for you aren't the ones dancing i'm just i don't know i'm just whatever all right
0: i'm I'm sure there's a few oracle employees on tiktok
1: well listen let's move let's move on uh so sanjay i saw this article and man i thought of you (laughs) and so i was like i gotta i gotta tag this so how to blur your house on Google Street View and why you should. So, question number one, Sanjay, have you done this?
0: So, it's funny when you tagged this and I read about it, I was like, I had no idea that you could do this. And I went to go look at it and I haven't pulled the trigger yet what but i think i'm going to what i think i need to have a discussion with the family to make sure because once you do this it's permanent
1: yeah well I bl- that I, bl- I
0: don't actually understand I blurred mine like, out. why does this become permanent yeah i blurred
1: mine you already blurred i, yours? I, I, I
0: requested for it to be blurred yes i did oh yes, I did. yeah what are you not afraid of? Like not knowing what your house looks like circa nineteen ninety two at some point? I'm good. I I don't. I ain't worried about it. Yeah, I'm. I'm
1: all set. <laughs> I can take pictures of the front of my house. I'm. I'm. I'm good to go. So fifteen years you? from now, like I'm sure somebody go out and fifteen years from now, somebody be like, hey, hey, Adam, I tried to get on your house on Google Street View. I couldn't find it. And I'm like, Ah, sorry, man. Too bad. Stinks to yeah. be you.
0: So. yeah, I think I, I think I'm probably going to do it. Yeah, probably today. Yeah, I'll have a discussion with the family over dinner and we'll be like, yeah, I did not have a discussion.
1: I just pulled the trigger. I
0: didn't even <laughs> just, you just you're you're like the emperor in the Walker household. <laughs>
1: well, listen, I mean, like I can have the conversation and they're all going to be like, I don't care. And they're all like looking at me like I don't, and they'll be like, looking, looking at me with this weird look like, why do you care? And I'll be like, but you should care because of this. And it's just not it's just easier just to blur it out and be done with it. So. That's the plan.
0: Well, for today's episode, you can be a privacy minded individual then. Yeah, I'm. I'm privacy. Mi- oh, I
1: like that. Yeah, I'm a privacy minded individual. Okay, Is,
0: isn't that no? I was, well, you're a security minded individual. But, oh, I'm yeah. security minded. Yeah, but I'll be privacy. You're privacy minded. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, I'm, you're privacy minded. I'm, yeah. I'm security minded. Yeah. See, I got my I get names confused because uh, you you haven't called me that. Oh uh, yeah, time. sorry about that. But I need to work on that T shirt ta- too. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking about something that's not security though. Uh, there's a bug in Joe Biden's official campaign app that exposed a treasure trove of voter information. You could apparently sign into the app with a fake email address and get access. I mean, you had to probably tunnel in a little bit, but access to over 190 million voter records. Yeah. And the initially, when I read this article, I thought, "Oh, I'm safe because I've never used the app." And then I read it, and I'm like, "I'm not safe because I've voted." <laughs> <laughs> I'm not
1: safe because I voted. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's that's the opposite of the uh, sticker that you want people to get. That's, I voted. I'm not safe.
1: My my data got leaked because I voted. <laughs> we need some t-shirts like that.
0: But seriously, listeners, you should vote even if your data is you should leaked. Vote. Uh, don't don't not vote right. because of data because right. you know your data is probably already out there at this point. Yeah, anyway. well, so the, the the data that got out for this is is like pretty innocuous. I I mean, birthday was a part of the voting data is
1: pretty, is pretty wide. I mean, it's pretty easy to get. I mean, even to the point where it, 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 it fascinates me too. So, and I'm sure you already know this and I would imagine most of our listeners do, but like the candidates, when they're going out and doing the door to door knocking, they don't actually go door to door. They only go yeah. to houses that they know voted. So it's like they can't like and this actually happened to me a couple of weeks ago, which, which actually was kind of a fun happenstance because the guy that was coming to my door to ask for my vote is a friend of mine that I that I just I, I had barely even realized was running for house. And so he shows up at my door. He didn't even realize that we'd moved and he's knocking at the door. and He's like, wait you live here? And I was like, yeah, man. (laughs) And so like, it was based on the, apparently the previous owner, you know, uh, voted. So, uh, but it was just funny because he, he, he came to my neighborhood. Wait, are you
0: saying you didn't
1: vote? No, no, I, no, I voted, but I wasn't in this residence when I voted last. Oh, okay. Oh, so, uh, so, what what's funny was like he came to my neighborhood but out of all of the you know I don't know how many hundred houses there are or whatever he probably only knocked on like 20 doors because those were the right. registered vo- houses to vote or whatever it's which
0: it's, it's fast Well and I think it actually goes a little bit deeper than that too um there are services and and there's one for democrats and there's one for republicans that does basically the data analysis on this and it identifies those voters who are um solid Republicans, solid Democrats, and then the middle, Mm. right? And then over time, they actually also track because there's records coming back about who has voted and who still has not voted. And so they'll update these apps and so they'll actually have apps live on their tablets that will tell them who has not voted yet and who is actually a potential to vote for you and so they spend their time and it makes sense right so they're optimizing time instead of knocking on 400 houses and then you know like 90 percent of them there's no way they're going to vote for you because either they're not registered they're they're you know solidly in the party that's not you Um, or they've already voted. You might as well spend your time with the ten percent. And from our perspective, it's actually probably a good thing too, because what that means is um, there's less probability that there people are going to be knocking on your door and annoying you. That's true. So if for nothing else, that's an encouragement to vote early and get this done. So less people will knock be on the, your door. The encouragement. Less people knock on your door and annoy it, you, right? Because your voting will be done. It'll be recorded somewhere and they will be like, well, let's not. I have bother a campaign pitch folks. for
1: you. I, here's a here. Like, listen, if there's any yeah. politicians out there, this is the campaign pitch you should be making right now. What you tell voters is, listen, voters vote early for me and I will not robo call you like that's like that's the <laughs> that's the pitch right there. Vote early yeah. and, and I would, yeah. you know, the no robo call thing is tempting. I mean, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah I would one up that. No robocalls and no junk mail. Oh yeah, I got some
1: crazy junk mail lately, man. It's nuts. My goodness, man. There's some. There's some woo weird looking stuff on there. I'm just saying. There,
0: so. there's some, and then they, if, if they could also promise to end the TV ads. Yeah. Like man, some of these TV ads, I yeah. see one for for a candidate, and the immediately next commercial is bashing the candidate that was just on. It's like they're like, fighting. They're fighting on TV ads. Like, They're fighting. The commercials are fighting. The commercial like, are know, commercial it's a commercial brawl match right there. So right. I cannot wait for November to come because then all of this all to be will done. be over. Yeah. All right, but well- to help you out in November, Lyft is giving you 50% off your election day ride. So if you don't heed our warnings and vote early uh, and you want to go the day of, you can get half off uh, with what I love this. I love, I love so Lyft does
1: some great stuff. I mean, they've done, they've done like free rides to job interviews for veterans. They've done, I mean, they've done a lot of really good stuff, transporting people to places they need to go. And, and I love the fact they're doing this. And in addition to this, you know, part of this article mentioned at the bottom that, that the rival Uber, of course, just stepped up. It's get off the vote, get out the vote campaign. And you can actually register, you can request a mail-in ballot through their app, which is pretty great. And I don't know if you knew this, Sanjay, or not, you can actually also request a mail-in ballot through uh, Instagram. So I actually saw a, a, a big ad really? for that, yeah, on Instagram, and you could go in there and tap, I and, no idea. and go, go it takes you over to the government site, and you can request your mail-in ballot right there. So
0: pretty fantastic. That's kind of cool. I, I like how many people are doing that. And it's funny, you know, the other day I actually saw on Discord... Uh, i was looking on our channel at the top it had a banner that said uh you know have you registered to vote
1: oh i love that nice that's fantastic. everybody's
0: doing that so that's good and i think yeah, they pointed to the same place that most people i think it's vote.org um which is kind of a, a good it's not a government site i think it's a, yeah. a it's a non yeah. site that funnels you to the right place right uh to make sure you're registered so it's
1: all good so uh so sunday th- this is a, a technology news podcast uh apple just did their Big thing yesterday. You know, typically we don't really cover the Apple beat too much because it gets pretty beat to death, honestly, by a lot of tech companies and, and tech news outlets and things like that. But I did feel like we should at least mention a couple of things. Um, so the, there, there, to me, there were two things of note that that came out yesterday that I thought were pretty fascinating. One was this whole Apple One idea, and I believe that's where they're going to bundle their their TV, they're going to bundle their music, and apparently they're coming out with fitness. And now you could so they're going to compete with Peloton and with Nike in this area and have like fitness classes and things like that. They're going to bundle it all together. I think it's like 15 bucks a month. So that's kind of fascinating and interesting. And then, and, and Spotify even came out with kind of a gripe about this. Like they're basically saying Apple's leveraging its, its giant, I don't know, whatever it is, uh, f- throwing its weight around, I guess, and, and really in an unfair way. Uh, but so that was fascinating. The other thing was usually at these events, they announce the next, uh, iOS update. And it's like, Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to do this and this and this, and it'll be out in three or four months. And instead yesterday, they're like, and it's going to be out tomorrow. And app developers are freaking <laughs> out because it's going to break their apps. Right. And so, yep. but so, yep. so it's supposed to be coming out today at some point,
0: And that's shocking. They've never done that
1: before. So that, I, that was interesting. Any, anything of, of interest for you?
0: No, I mean, not really. I, that move was interesting. And I, I wonder why they decided to do it that way. It's so much better um, for consumers, man. I think that's why.
1: Like, because as a user forever and ever and ever, <laughs> it's been like, oh, man, that next update of the software is going to be amazing. I'm going to be able to do, I don't know, something completely stupid, right? And, <laughs> and and then it's like, oh, I'm so excited about it. And now I get to wait two or three months for it. You know, like, it, it's kind of yeah. dumb. Um, I mean, th- I think releasing it the next day is actually really smart, but from a developer perspective, yeah.
0: But is it is it smart because the developers then can't have apps that support those new features, um, yeah. and very likely their apps will break. Now, obviously, as a consumer, you've got to know. Look, if you're going to make the upgrade and all yeah. your apps are not updated yet, right? Yeah, some may not work, right? But I don't no, know that don't. all consumers no. really understand that, right? And and then they're going to complain. So. The developers are like, okay, either I spend the next 24 hours not sleeping, eating, or doing anything else and working on my app and making it compatible, or in 24 hours, people are going to start installing new OS, and then they're going to yeah. start complaining at me and not Apple yeah, right. when my app no longer works. So th- there's no, no there's like no, there's good no. out at that point, right? Like, What they need to do is, is say, um, probably the right solution would be if they're going to do this kind of thing, is for the the OS to say, look, these are all the apps that are not compatible with right. the next version that you have installed. If you go ahead and do this install, then these apps will no longer work. Do you still want to go? Right? Yeah, I know.
1: Yeah. Yep. yep. I know, but they're not going to do that, man. They're not going to take the time for that though. That's the thing. So, hey, listen, I, I, I was wrong. The Apple one, there's an individual, a family and a premier plan so it's music, TV, gaming, and cloud storage on the individual and family. The premiere is music, TV, gaming, cloud storage, Apple News, and fitness. But the premiere is going to cost you thirty bucks a month. So Woo. if you're a diehard Apple person and you just love subscriptions, then kiss your money goodbye. I'm just, <laughs> I'm not doing it. But somebody can
0: three hundred and sixty bucks a year. I'm all good. I'm um, I mean, set. thank you. We are, we are in. I was thinking about this earlier today. We are like in the life of subscriptions. I was just oh, starting dude. to think about all the subscriptions I have. And I'm like,
1: unreal. How unreal. do I
0: get out of these? Because yeah, some of them get unreal. so embedded in the life that it's like yeah. there will be yeah. some kind of revolt within the family um, yeah. by one or more people if we try to get rid of anything. And so.
1: Well, and honestly, that's the smart play. I mean, we talked about this with the Microsoft Xbox and they're putting it on subscription model. There's a new thing I just saw with the new Apple watch where you can buy the new Apple watch using your Apple card, and then you can just pay in installments every single month. I mean, every company has figured out that getting a little bit of your money every single month is way more valuable forever is way more valuable to them than big upfront purchases. And th- so, I mean, it's just going to be worse and worse and worse and worse. For
0: yeah, while. by the way, um, we don't have uh, Xbox News tagged, but I read this. So, you know, they're coming out with two Xboxes, uh, the S and the X, I think, or something uh-huh. like that. There's a right. lower and a higher. Basically, they were supposed to do the same thing, but it just recently came out that the lower one is is not going to be backwards compatible with all the games back to the first oh, one. So if you want that, you've got to buy the, the the more expensive one. So we were already going to buy the more expensive one. Like I said last time, we've had an original Xbox for a long time, and it's dying. And so I, I kind of committed. I'm like, yeah, we'll, we'll get it. So we're going to get in line. I think it's next week uh, yeah. that uh, the pre-orders start, and uh, they come out in November. So I'm looking yeah. forward to that. But if you're thinking about buying one, um, make sure you buy the right one Just so that you're sure you not know. disappointed.
1: No, before you go. All right. Speaking of going, time for an ad break.
0: And we're back. And one thing uh, that Microsoft has done that's interesting uh, compared to the Xbox that we were talking about before the ad break is they just recently pulled out their underwater data center from the sea by Scotland. So I think we talked about this a couple of years ago now um, we did, somewhere. No. I don't remember what episode it was, but uh, they s- sunk intentionally a data center in a cargo container or some kind of cargo container uh, down to the ocean. And part of the thinking was, was uh, it would cool itself using uh, ocean water. And they wanted to try this out and see kind of what would happen. And the article is pretty interesting because they also surmised that some of the failure rate inside of a data center is because people are moving around there and then jostling cables and things like that. And obviously with a data center at the bottom of the ocean, you're not having people jostling cables around or, or anything else like that.
1: Yeah, it was it was crazy. I mean, they, they said that the failure rate underwater was one eighth of that of what they see on land. That's a pretty significant improvement. And so, I mean, if I'm them, I'm thinking like, all right, how do we sink a whole bunch more of these suckers into the ocean? But then here's what here's my question about that. Right. Like, so let's say that Microsoft and Google and all these people decide, oh, let's just put a bunch of data centers on the bottom of the ocean. I mean, that's going to put off a ton of heat. We already have a global warming problem. <laughs> it's getting, like. Is it, it, does it, does it become a problem at some point or yeah, is it, it just does. such a small drop in the bucket? doesn't matter.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think eventually at some point it does, right? I mean, it's a, it's a, one of those tipping point type of deals, but um, you probably create a little microclimate there in the yeah. bottom of the ocean where it's really warm, where normally it wasn't. Yeah. Um, and those can definitely affect things. These, these small changes can affect things. There's a story. I don't know if we ever talked about this. I think we might've at some point where they released wolves back into the wild in like Yosemite or or Mm -hmm. some national park like that where there hadn't been wolves for a long time. And there was actually a chain of events that happened. Maybe it wasn't wolves. It was some kind of predator like that. Okay. Because of this release, the flow of the river changed. And you're like, what? How could that happen? Well, because of this, it helped um, control the, the like the the group of caribou that were there, and because of uh, that, it changed the eating patterns, and because of that, it changed the flow of the river, and the river moved in, in into like a different flow pattern than it was before. I mean, it's like crazy. So you can't really predict what you're yeah, gonna you do know. and the impact that you're gonna have. So even even this one data center might have caused some kind of you know uh, domino effect. Uh, you know, it's that butterfly impact. effect. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, that we may not know, but. Um, hmm. But, uh, it's interesting though. I mean, you're still going to have data centers up on land. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's better to be, I love the idea of it at
1: least like maybe they, they put a percentage of them out there. Maybe it's lower cost self cooling. I don't know. So,
0: or maybe on land, you should just put them in a container and then just weld it shut. So people don't walk around. There you go. There you, you go. You can get the same as down at the bottom of the ocean.
1: Yeah. It also made me think like, well, why not just put a data center in like Alaska like Antarctica, i mean
0: you know like just
1: pop them somewhere cold anyway no big deal so all
0: yeah, right because well because all those glaciers are melting anyways and then they're gonna and then they're gonna sink watering.
1: then it'll sink anyway
0: then it'll sink at the bottom of the there
1: ocean all right so ways launches lane guidance trip suggestions traffic alerts and more so this is interesting for a couple reasons um one i don't know ways is still around and and like Google's still developing. Wait, are it. you saying
0: that like you don't you don't use it? I,
1: I, I kind of have I, I kind of bounce around between the different apps, to be honest with you. So I've been using Apple Maps lately more because it integrates with my watch. And I kind of like that okay. because my watch will vibrate a certain way for a left turn coming up versus a right turn coming up, which is kind of nice. Oh, that's cool. Um, but like but for example, lane guidance. OK, Apple Maps has had lane guidance in it for years. I mean, like so. To me, that's a silly, it's like, really? Like, you're just now getting to that? Like, that's surprising to me. And then the trip suggestions, this is a Google-owned company. And Google Trips, I used to love. And of course, they sunset it. So I'm like, "Eh, I'm not trusting that for my trip suggestions. Like, that's gonna, (laughs) they're just gonna sunset that anyway. And alerts the same thing. I mean, Apple Maps does alerts. It's like, hey, heavy traffic on your route to work today, just so you know. Like So it feels to me like this is like a catch-up sort of thing. Like, they're just now getting some features that have already been around for a while.
0: The traffic alerts is weird, though, because Waze has had that for a long time. I thought time. so, too. Like, yeah. I, I've, I've gotten those before. Yeah. Uh, so I don't really know why they're announcing it. The the one thing that um, you didn't mention that they did announce is carpool.
1: Yeah. well, And they've, I think they've had carpool for a little while, but I do like that feature. That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. So it's it's a interesting. I was reading a little bit about it. So if you're going from point A to point B, you can pick up somebody along the way and they reimburse you the IRS mileage rate uh, for that trip. And so they do that because then you are not considered a a contractor. They don't have to issue any tax return or tax papers to you. Um, So they avoid basically all of that. You don't make as much money, but if you're not doing this to make money and you're just doing like, Hey, I can cover gas um, while I'm driving to work, uh, that kind of does it. And uh, it's, it's interesting. And I wonder how many people would actually do that. Yeah. Um, you might actually end up getting to the point where it's like, well, if you pick up the same person every time going to work, then you don't really need the app anymore to do this. Like you can actually just organize your own carpool. Right.
1: But then, but then you wouldn't be getting reimbursed. Right. So that's the thing is like,
0: well, they could just pay you directly. Right.
1: Well, that's true. Yeah.
0: I, cause, cause those people are going to be, I'm imagining having to pay to be oh, a part of the carpool, right? I mean, Google's nice, but they're not just going to be shelling well, out money just left and right for no reason, right?
1: So, I mean, this could be kind of Google's way of like giving back, honestly, like creating, you know, uh, incentives to carpool, which I think would be yeah. fantastic. And, need and, and they did
0: say that, right? That it's, it's the part of their motive is uh, to help reduce pollution and traffic. So um, I think that's good. I still use Waze. I've never... Um, so obviously, I'm not an Apple person, but um, obviously have the choices of, of Google Maps or the Here app or or Waze. And even though Waze is owned by Google, I still find their traffic prediction to be better. And I don't understand why, because Google has owned Waze for years now at this point. And I would have thought by this point that the the technology would have been integrated. And I, I, I but obviously not because you, they're still running two apps. So there's there is That's some crazy. difference for some reason. Yeah, talking about driving. A Tesla bug allows other electric cars to charge for free at new superchargers. Now, before y'all get excited, this is in Europe. This is not here Ah. in the U.S. as far as I understand it. But apparently they have rolled out kind of a standard uh, interface. By the way, I never really understood why Tesla ran on a different charging interface than every other electric car. It's the same like beta versus VHS fiasco that we lived through back a long time ago. And then DVDs, we had the same issue. Like there were laser discs too, like all these things. Like, can y'all just get together and decide on one format so that we don't have to have multiple, yep. like, don't work together. Yep. Um, but apparently in Europe, they're, they're rolling out the standard and there's some kind of handshake that happens with Teslas. Now, Teslas are supposed to be able to charge for free but apparently, any car can roll up there and plug in and get power for free. Man, that's fantastic. Which is not what Tesla, I think, is meaning to do. No, um, no. And very likely, this will get shut off. But if yeah. you happen to be in Europe and have an electric vehicle and need a charge or don't even don't need a charge, just need a top-up, yeah. try a Tesla charger. You might get a free charge. Mm. Not that we're advocating you steal electricity, but, you know, it is what it is. So,
1: speaking of not saving money but giving away money our last article before we get to get, get to weird and wacky is kind of a good feel good article so exclusive the billionaire who wanted to die broke is now officially broke which is not perfectly true but is really close to true right so sanjay walk me through this one because I, I thought this was a pretty great article
0: yeah so uh the guy is uh, chuck feeney and his wife i don't know his wife's name by the way um it's not on this list right here but um he was the founder of Duty Free Shoppers mm-hmm. Group. You know Duty Free, yeah. right? There, there was a Seinfeld episode yeah. on it, you know? You remember that Seinfeld I episode? I
1: vaguely remember that Seinfeld episode, yeah. I
0: like to shop at the Duty Free shop. Uh, yeah, so uh, Duty Free, You've uh, if you've ever traveled internationally, you know the Duty Free shop's that uh, are at least the American um, airports. I think there are some other airports too. So he had uh, a net worth of about uh, $8 billion, and his plan was to give it all away by the time he died. And so over the span of 40 years, he has successfully given away $8 billion. Now, don't feel bad for him. He set aside uh, two, I think it was about $2 million for him and his wife for retirement. But the article points out that the amount of money that he's given away compared to his net worth now is 375,000% more than his net worth now. So he has given away a lot of money. And I didn't know this, but a lot of uh, the uh, kind of gives that he did was done in like anonymously yeah. with without his name attached. So there's, I don't know if you read this article about, this was a while ago, Roosevelt Island in New York. They're converting it into a high-tech hub. Yeah. And he contributed $350 million to make that happen. Wow.
1: That's fantastic. Amazing. Yeah.
0: And and that's not the half of it. He's, he gave like a billion dollars, I think it was, to Cornell. Oh, wow. Was it Cornell? Yeah. Nearly a billion dollars in direct and Atlantic gifts. Uh, Atlantic was his his foundation. Wow. Um, and so, yeah, just a couple of days ago, they shut down the foundation. Oh, yeah.
1: They gave all the money away. Shut it down. Right? They're oh, done. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it sounds like a really you know practical... Sort of very frugal guy. I mean, it talked. The article talked about he, he wears a ten dollar Casio watch. He flies economy class. Um, you know, and I guess like it, like so, I love that part of it. But then like, there's the other side of me, like, well, does he have kids? And, and did, did he give them some money to help them along or whatever? But still, I mean, I, I love this idea. Um, and you know, Buffett's doing it. I think uh, Zuckerberg's doing it. Like like I love this idea of, of all of these incredibly wealthy people, uh, being thoughtful and giving back uh, with their wealth, which is pretty fantastic. Yep.
0: And he does, by the way, have five kids. And I'm assuming they got some kind of gift or inheritance or something like that. Hopefully. Hopefully, you know, not a little bit. Not a billion dollars, but uh, enough to be like, okay, you know, you come along. And Buffett did that with his kids, right? They all, I think he's got three kids. Yeah, Um, They all got a a few million dollars. And then, but more importantly, they got like 100 or 300 or $500 million foundations that they all um, are responsible for and have to give away money. Like I remember one, his one, I think he's got one son or at least one son. Um, and he's a farmer in uh, in Nebraska. And he's also responsible for this like, you know, $400 million foundation. But he he's a farmer. He goes out in the field and, and you know, works the field. But then he's also got a $400 million foundation. So um, that's kind of awesome. Like, you know, when you see something like that, You feel good about folks like that that make money and it's like okay um this is not just to hoard it forever and and you know lord it over people you're actually trying to do something good with it um and they'll be remembered for that too yeah absolutely all
1: right well now it's time for weird and wacky time for the weird and wacky segment
0: abominable snowman is not (laughs) an expert one of the tas turned out to be a bot
1: so our first weird Mikey article, uh, Sanjay, I got to ask you, are you if you're going to do this, so uh, or if you would do this. SIA, which not Singapore is Airlines, in the US, uh, eyeing quote flights to nowhere to give a lift to the ailing business. So the idea is that people will buy tickets on a plane that flies and comes back to the same location, and they're saying that they've got a, a good percentage of people that are willing to do this, which I find completely and totally unbelievable. So would you ever do that for any reason? Like I can't imagine anyone doing this.
0: So first of all, Singapore airlines is a great airline. I've flown them before. Oh, okay. um, it is a really nice experience. Um, yeah. I flew them once uh, going to India, which we went the wrong way. We flew West from Atlanta instead mm. of East from Atlanta. Right. Um, and that was because that was the only tickets we can get. I do not recommend that trip. Uh, It was more than 24 hours to get to India. Um, It was very painful. Uh, But Singapore Airlines is a great airline. But this is probably the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. (laughs) Because you are creating pollution to accomplish nothing. To get people back. You're creating pollution. If this story was like... Hey, we're gonna put you on an airplane. The airplane's not actually gonna go anywhere. It's just gonna sit there and three hours later we're gonna let you out. I'd be like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Like, I'm okay with that. Yeah. No, but, but you're actually gonna fly it around.
1: But they're creating pollution. They're exposing people to not just coronavirus, but any other because in a in a plane, you are in an enclosed environment with a lot of people. You're being exposed to way more stuff than you ever would be in any other place. So they're exposing people to health risk and they're accomplishing nothing. Like they might as well just ask for donations. Like, Hey, would you just buy it? Like, let, let's do this. Let's sell phantom plane tickets. I'm going to sell you a pretend plane ticket and you buy it. And then we'll just go about our merry way. Like that's a better solution than this.
0: And, and I feel like, and they mentioned in the article, I feel like this is trying to take advantage of something that the government's handing out there, which is tourism credit. So uh. they'll, they'll pay partially pay for the flights with tourism credit, like, why, why would you do? I don't understand. Like they're saying lots of people are signed up for this. Who would sign up for this? Honestly, like anybody that would sign up for this are the kind of people that I would not want to fly with.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, the, the only, the only scenario I can really think of that, that might want to sign up for this. And I, I would not fall into this category, but parents of teenagers, <laughs> like I'm going to buy, <laughs> look, I'm going to drop you off. You and go on this four hour flight. I'm going to get some rest and then I will pick you back up. <laughs> You know, like that's the, <laughs> but I mean, you know, I don't think you or I would ever do that. We both have teenagers. So I no, know, you know, happened, I, I,
0: this, so. this is so nonsensical yeah. to me. I don't.
1: All right. Well, speaking of, of maybe nonsense of different sensical scientists may have found evidence of life in the clouds of Venus. So this is pretty cool. Um. So I think I, I saw a little article about this and either they've either discovered like a chemical compound. They didn't know existed there or it's maybe like some microbiology sort of stuff. They discovered it with a super telescope, apparently. So, um, is there life on Mars? No.
0: I like your technical explanation it's of a uh, the kind of a, yeah. a super telescope. Not not just not one of those Costco telescopes that you've no. got at your house. It's, no. it's a super telescope.
1: Yeah, it's a super. Listen, man, that's how I describe lots of stuff. You've got computers and supercomputers, you've got friends and super friends, you know, you've got cars and supercars. I, mean, I, I mean, some super friends. This
0: is, I, are they are trying they, to say like, I'm not a justice super league? friend? What are you trying to say, <laughs> man? <laughs> no, I meant, I meant the kind that are at the Justice League of America, right? The compound apparently that they found is phosphine. And I, I'm no biologist or chemistry person, as everybody knows. So apparently it's strongly associated with life.
1: Oh, well, that's good to know.
0: So okay. there there might be life on Venus. And we've been spending all our time on Mars. And and that's...
1: There was a good Trevor Noah bit on this. Uh, he was talking about it. And he's like, you know... We really need to, to, to change our movies to like more, be more realistic to what life on other planets is like, like, like when, you know, when the alien ship comes, it should just be bacteria and not scary aliens. Cause like, you know, we're finding bacteria and not scary aliens. But anyway, it was, it was a good bit. I, I didn't do it justice. I apologize. Yeah. I
0: just <laughs> so. But I think you, you got to think that somewhere in the universe that there are non, you know, like evolved bacteria like us. Who beings. knows?
1: Maybe we'll find out one day. Universe is a big place. It's a real big place, man. A real big real place. Big speaking place. speaking of, we've covered the story before. Fighter pilot says UFO chased in 2004 committed a quote act of war. So, it was actually kind of fascinating to me uh listening to his firsthand account. So so listeners, this is that article we brought back where the government declassified a bunch of stuff and apparently there was this sort of pill-shaped object in the sky that was moving erratically. They dispatched some fighter pilots to it and they saw it and they're kind of like honestly sort of freaking out about it. And then this fighter pilot, in particular, claims that this device jammed their radar signal, uh, which is "quote unquote" an act of war. So I just thought this was another fascinating sort of take or angle on this story. No idea what that pill-shaped thing was. What are your thoughts, Sanjay?
0: I mean, it's funny to say that it's an act of war if you don't even actually know that it's an a vehicle of any sort, right? Like, what if it's
1: well, that's true. What if it's
0: something else? And yeah. it's some like meteorological phenomenon that we have no explanation for yet because we don't really right. understand it. So, I, I don't know, I, I, I feel like the article, um, the title is a little clickbaity. It's, it's
1: playing it up, yeah.
0: It's playing it um, up. Yeah. And, and that's why we're talking about it, but uh, have UFOs visited us? I don't know, Let maybe. Me,
1: Along those same lines, um, you know what else is an act of war is lightning. So, lightning strikes, <laughs> it kills people, it's an act of war. We got to go to war with the clouds. Like I'd that's say the only
0: answer. we, we just, are the land people and those cloud people need to go. That's all I'm trying to say. They that's just true. rain down uh, rain as well as lightning. Right. And I know what's not an act of war. And what's kind of cool is the freshest Los Angeles mansion around. So in the show notes, we've got a link to this Airbnb uh, listing for the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air's mansion. And you can go stay in it, but only if you're an L.A. County resident. Uh, you can go stay in it. There's four or five dates available that are going to open up uh, in about 13 days from when we're recording this, September 29th. Um, and I think you've got to be the first one in to, to get this. And it's open for uh, two L.A. County residents for stays. Uh, I think it's one night stays. Uh, staying in this mansion... Uh, that was used, I think, as a prop for the Fresh Prince of, of Bel-Air. You, I'm assuming you've watched that show.
1: Listen, man. Oh, dude. Have I watched I, that you, show?
0: I have watched the
1: crap <laughs> out of that show. All right. You, you know one. there's a
0: reunion coming up uh, on HBO Max. I'm
1: I'm sorry. What? Yeah. Yeah. Really? I, I felt
0: like we talked about this. No, have we not talked about no, this? No,
1: listen. Listen. You know what else I found out about the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air th- this week? D- Uncle Phil. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. Uncle, Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil. He was the voice of the original Shredder on the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon. What? I am not kidding you. I looked it up. I saw it on the internet. I was like, there's no way that's true. And I looked it up, and sure enough, Uncle Phil is the original Shredder on the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon. That is nuts. How crazy is that? Anyway, mind blown. If if you had
0: asked me to guess that, that would have been like the... Never a person I, know, that I would have guessed. I man, oh, like, so good. That is, Listen. that is nuts. By the way, the pictures of this listing, um, even if you're not in LA County, you should check out the pictures of this. And, and Will Smith is the is the host of the Airbnb, but he will not be there. Yeah. Um, but you will be greeted. I think it said something like by like a video DJ Jazzy oh, Jeff. Oh, really? Um, and then then a real life person will a concierge will uh, tour you oh, around man. the place. And you get to hang out there for an night. That's so. a,
1: listen, there better be some really killer TikTok videos that come out of that. That's all I'm trying to say. Like, know, you got to right? have something yeah. amazing. That I comes mean, you got to
0: recreate like the whole oh, yeah. at the end of the uh, opening, oh, yeah. like him standing at the front, oh, yeah, getting dropped off in a taxi. Oh, yeah. yeah. Really, to to wind this up, it, it should pick you up in a taxi, like a yellow cab. Oh, and drop yeah. you off at the oh, front. Oh, yeah, that'd
1: be good. A smelly one. Right? Yeah. so A, a smelly yeah. one.
0: <laughs> Your home smell you later. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, Sanjay. It's time for Tech Rec. I, I love though, because I always get really great ideas from you. So, uh, you start. What's your Tech Rec for us for today? Tech
0: Rec, Tech Rec, time to get your Tech Rec. Tech, 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 Tech Rec. Chickie, Tech Rec. Time tech to get your Tech Rec. So, mine is a little bit of a non Tech, Tech Rec. It's a, a recommendation to help you use your tech better, which is, uh, you know, I've been looking for a new chair for a while. I'd been sitting on a yoga ball and I realized in my office I was sitting a little bit too high and I would end up hunching over uh, when I'm working on the computer. So I uh, read some articles and decided for the Steelcase Series 1 chair. Now, one of the things I really liked about this chair just in the ordering process, and I, I ordered it directly from Steelcase, because I saw some things, you can get it on Amazon, but the, the choices are a little bit limited. But I saw some of the things on Amazon saying that if you get it through a third party that's not a licensed reseller, that they may not honor the warranty on this. So I was like, well, I, I don't wanna save 30 bucks um, on a chair and then get hosed in the warranty. Right. But So I went straight to Steelcase, you can sell, select the the color of the um, the main unit, like so, either a white color or a black color. You can select the color of the back. You can select the color of the the seat, the cushion. Um, so everything, and there's a lot of choices. It's not just like three or four choices. There's like probably 50 or 60 choices on each section wow. of of what you can select as a color. So you know if you particularly like a color, or if you want to match your company's colors, you can do that. This came a few days ago, probably about a week ago. And I kid you not, but I assembled it without tools in about three minutes. Nice. Um, everything was just click in place, ready to go. It's pretty lightweight. Um, and I've been using it in the office. And I got to say, I really like this chair. It's very comfortable. Hmm. Um, the height goes, it's probably the tallest chair that I could find. Like all the other steel case chairs didn't go as high. And I've got really long legs. And so this is this is a perfect height for me. So um, good posture. Helps me uh, sit for a longer period of time in front of the computer and and hopefully not slump so much. So highly recommend checking out the Steelcase Series 1 chair if you're looking for a new chair. Hmm during our pandemic times, so Nice. What about you, Adam? What do you got for us?
1: Well, you know, I was going to go with one thing, but I'm going to call an audible. I'm going to go with something else. So I'm going to do, I'm going to recommend the, the Rode shotgun microphone for your phone. Um, Rode R O D E really good microphones. And if you're using your phone for any kind of video at all, then the, 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 the visual quality is going to be great, but the audio quality is going to be garbage. And so you've got to get a shotgun mic to have good <laughs> audio quality at all. So uh, you can get these You can get, I think the Apple store actually has a lot of these if you're, if you're going out in public, but if not Amazon's got all the stuff, but the road uh, shotgun mic for your cell phone is a really, really good choice for doing any kind of video work at all. So I'm gonna recommend that one
0: that's cool yeah and and the o in road has got like a weird
1: yeah that's right it does like yeah i don't know how to i don't know, I don't know what
0: that is I, I think it's like a european it's thing or something it. like that so. it's beyond me. Yeah.
1: all right whatever. Sanjay. how can a listeners find and connect with you
0: they can find me on twitter at sanjay that's s-a-n-j-a-y or Sunjaypark.com. what about you adam Listen, find me on my website, AdamJWalker.com.
1: It's got links to all the stuff. That's where to go, AdamJWalker.com. And uh, I haven't been doing a lot of content creation lately, but I'm about to get back into it. So make sure you sign up for my newsletter so you don't miss out.